0: Jack Tracer. I used to be a private detective in Neon City. I used to solve arcane crimes that involved cults, vampires, and demons. I used to believe in standing up for what was right and fighting against the forces that hurt those who were most susceptible to threats of evil. I used to believe That I could protect the people that I cared about. And that I could find retribution in the sins that I have committed in my past. But now, I only believe in getting home is all that matters. I made a deal with the harbinger of death himself to save the only good things that were left in my life. But I have never been one to go down without a fight. Here I am, traveling through a portal to God knows where, to God knows when, but I swear I will find my way back no matter what it takes and no matter who it hurts. Don't worry, Red. I'll be back soon. (laughs)
1: Welcome to Neon City, where the lights are bright but darkness looms, where Detective Jack Tracer spends his evenings investigating the strange, eerie, and unknown. What secrets lay hidden just beyond the street lamps? Find out on Neon Nights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. Last left our story, Detective Jack Tracer was hurtling helplessly to an unknown end. We now find our wary wanderer unconscious in an unknown alleyway. But what is this new world? Find out in Part 1 of our exciting Season 2
0: prologue. What in the ever of it? Oh, my head. Feels like I drank two handles of whiskey and chased it with a haymaker to the face. Where am I? This looks like Neon City, but I can't be right. Did I not leave? Excuse me. Ma'am, can you tell me where I am?
2: Go to hell, weirdo.
0: Look, look, ma'am, I don't mean any trouble. I I just need to know where I am.
2: You got three seconds to get the hell away from me.
0: Whoa! Lady, put the gun down! One, two... I'm going! I'm going! What the hell was that about? Neon City is dangerous, but people don't just go around pulling guns on each other. And there's someone else. All right, Jack, just keep alert and be ready for a fight. Just in case. Excuse me, pal. I hate to bother you, but... Uh, what the hell you j- want? I don't have any money, but I've got a ten-inch blade with your name on it if you want to try me. What? I'm no mugger. I just need some information. You think I'm stupid? Naive? I dare you to come closer. Look, you stupid bastard. I just need to know if this is Neon City. That's all I want. Yeah, this is Neon City. You are not from around here? I mean, I am. I, I sort of am. Just not sure if I'm from this Neon City or not. Look, I don't have time to deal with any crazy buggers like you. So unless you want to leave a chalk outline on the pavement, I suggest you get out of here. Is everyone around here this nuts, or am I just special? I'm not going to tell you again. If you know what's good for you... Oh, fiddlesticks. Blackjackets. Blackjackets? Fiddlesticks? As the man ran off, a goddamn tank rolls up on the street. And this tank isn't like the ones from the war. This thing was huge, almost two full stories tall, with at least four machine gun turrets and two cannons. If this is Neon City, it's not the Neon City I was used to. A door opened up on the side and three men, if you could call them that, marched out. They wore large black helmets, would look to be gas masks, and well, long black leather jackets. They each carried machine guns, really high powered machine guns, which were now being pointed at me.
1: Civilian, stay where you are and place your hands in the air. Look,
0: fellas, I'm not from round here. Civilian, so. you
1: have three seconds to comply before we open fire.
0: They're up. They're up.
1: What is your name, civilian?
0: Jack. Jack Tracer.
1: What is your occupation, civilian Tracer?
0: I, uh, I used to be a cop, but now I'm a private detective. Or, I I was.
1: You
3: served in the Neon City Armored Command? What was your rank?
0: I was a, uh, lieutenant.
1: Central, need a confirmation of former AC officer.
0: Jack Tracer.
3: Unconfirmed. No such name on file. Checking civilian registry. No records of a Jack Tracer living in Neon City. Recommendation to be placed into custody.
1: Where is your identification, Civilian Tracer?
0: <laughs> wouldn't you know it. I left my wallet back in my other jacket.
1: Civilian Tracer, I am placing you under arrest.
0: For what? I haven't done anything. You can't just arrest me for not having ID. Clearly you are not from around here. Hello listeners, Will Snyder here, co-creator of Neon Nights, The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. And this is our first ever edition of Audio Drama Spotlight. A chance for other audio dramas in the community to spread the word on their awesome shows. And for our first ever edition of Audio Drama Spotlight, we're going to feature our sister show, Midnight Horror. Here is Rachel Craig to tell you all about it.
2: Hey guys, this is Rachel Craig, the creator of Midnight Horror. It's a podcast where I tell you a scary story that will surely send chills up your spine. My stories are both original and adapted from other tales, so please look for me on iTunes, your favorite podcast app, or evilkittenproductions.com. And you can also like my Midnight Horror Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at Midnight Horror. And that's spelled M-I-D-N-I-T-E, horror. I hope I don't give you too many nightmares.
0: And if you would like to be a part on a future audio drama spotlight, shoot us an email at neonnightspodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or send us a message on Twitter or Facebook. And now, back to Neon Knights, The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. Son of a bitch. Where am I? No talking, civilian. Look, pal. You can't just assault me like that. I have my rights. You have the right to remain silent, or the right to die. Your choice. So I remained silent. Next to me was a window. As I looked out, I saw the sprawling metropolis of this neon city. Dark, cold, with numerous factories emitting a black smoke over the bustling residents below. The only light shining through the thick fog were, of course, the neon signs. At least that hasn't changed. I'd never seen a vehicle like this before. It was like a plane, but flying straight up. There was a black jacket at the helm and two more black jackets, I assumed the two of the three I encountered earlier, sitting on either side of me. Eventually, the rude black jacket stood up to speak to the pilot. Where are we going? No talking, civilian. Don't I at least get a trial? That's for Max to decide. Who's Max? You'll see. A few seconds later, we cleared the dense shadowy clouds of the city in Hell's Bells, there it was, a massive airship, and when I say massive, I mean the length of a damn skyscraper, twice the size of a battleship. We finally docked in the colossal dirigible, and were met by more blackjackets as well as a woman, looking to be of Japanese descent, the rude blackjacket gave her a salute. This is him.
2: Max wants to see him immediately.
0: I'll tell Max that I'd like to see a lawyer. Oh! What the hell was that for?
2: I would have stopped being cute if I were you. It's a long way down back to Neon City, and we are all out of parachutes. Understood?
0: Yeah. Understood. This woman packs a hell of a punch. I've never been hit that hard before. I my Madame Mercy. Well, then Lillian. Well, and Red. What is it with me and getting my ass kicked by women? We walked down a series of long corridors. This ship was fancy, too. Not like the grime in the city below. This felt like being on a luxury ocean liner. Like the Titanic or something. We walked through a few large dining rooms where upper-class elites were eating expensive-looking meals and drinking expensive-looking drinks, all while these pin-up, gorgeous women served them. I was eventually led to a set of large wooden doors inlaid with gold. The woman opened the doors, and inside was an enormous office, complete with a large oak desk that stretched almost the entire length of the room. And behind the desk sat a middle-aged man in a fine suit. He wore round spectacles and was smoking a cigar. He was on the phone and seemed to be in the middle of some sort of business pitch. I'm telling you, Max, this city is going to be a beacon of hope and prosperity. A utopia for men like you and me to escape the evils of government and religion and altruism. With your investment, we can achieve this dream together.
3: Thank you, Mr. Ryan, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to pass. I have everything I need here, and after all, the people of Neon City need my guidance, my investments, or their world will descend into chaos. Besides, an underwater utopia... (laughs) Do you think you're going to recreate the fabled Atlantis? You'll see, Max. You'll all see. Rapture will be a paradise for mankind. Thank you for calling, Mr. Ryan. Step four. Oh, me? Yeah, you. What's your name?
0: Jack Tracer.
3: And where are you from?
0: Neon City.
3: Oh, bullshit. I know everyone in Neon City. And you, I have never seen before. Now, where are you from?
0: I told you, I'm from Neon. Oh!
3: As you can see, Hakuto here is quite the skilled bodyguard. I suggest you start being honest with me, or she will snap your neck.
0: Would you knock it off with all the tough talk? If you think that you and Hakuto here can intimidate me, you're dead wrong. I have fought things scarier than anything that you can bring to the table. But if you want the truth, fine. Here it is. I'm a private detective, and around three months ago, I started having to deal with supernatural cases. I fought a cult, a vampire, a demon, and an invisible whatever, only to find out that it was part of an elaborate ploy By the angel of death himself to kill me after my former partner died in a fire that was meant for me. As part of a deal with the angel of death, I went through a portal of some kind to this reality where I don't exist. I haven't even been here for one hour, and already I've had my nose almost broken and I've been threatened with death three times. So there, there's the truth. Now please. Do me a favor and tell me just exactly who the hell you are.
3: My name is Maximilian Magnus McQueen. The Six, if you want to get specific. But everyone just calls me Max. And I own Neon City. So to speak. My company, uh, McQueen Mechanization, took this wretched scumbucket of a town and turned it into the manufacturing powerhouse you see before you. Producing everything from airships of grandeur to impenetrable armored vehicles to weapons of immense destruction to advanced robotics. Robotics? Yes. My vision has created a city of free labor allowing mankind to become far wealthier than he ever could imagine. That's... Who I am, Mr. Tracer. Now the question becomes, what to do with you? Look, Mr. McQueen. Max.
0: Max? I don't want to interfere with anything you're doing here. I don't know who you are. And no offense, but frankly, I don't care. I'm just trying to get back to my own world, or reality, or universe, or time, or place, or dimension, or, or whatever. Whatever. I know that sounds like something out of the Twilight Zone, but I swear to everything that I hold dear, it's true.
3: I believe you. And I'm going to help you. Help me? Yes. You see, I used to have an employee working for me. An Atticus Bell. Brilliant scientist working in quantum physics or something, I'm not sure. He told me once that he was devising a machine that could allow a man to jump between different realities. Just before he was able to finish his work, however, he disappeared, along with all the crucial info on how his machine works. I want you, Mr. Tracer, to find Bell and bring him to me. If this machine works, I'll allow you to use it to go back to your own reality. Do we have a deal? Yeah. Deal. Excellent. You can start immediately. Pogito can show you out. Thanks, Max. No thanks are in order, but just know this. If you cross me, you won't exist in this reality either.
2: Let's go.
0: Bit of an eccentric, isn't he?
2: Max is a genius, and the only thing that keeps Neon City from tearing itself apart. He sees everything and knows everything. It'll be in your best interest to remember that.
0: Fair enough. So where can I start in finding this missing scientist?
2: Rumor has it he was last seen associating with some men from the Dead Rose Crime Syndicate. Find them first.
0: Where do they usually hang out?
2: You're the detective. You figure it out. Oh, yeah. One more thing. You'll need this.
0: Thanks. A little much, don't you think?
2: Don't be stupid. Just
0: take it. <laughs> As Hakatu walked away, it slowly became apparent that I was going to be here for a while. I had no allies, no leads, and a psychopath watching my every move. Oh, well. Time to find the dead rose and begin my journey home.
1: Thanks to the mysterious Max McQueen, Jack certainly has a lot on his plate. But can he discover the location of the dead rose in enough time to sniff out the missing scientist? Find out next time on Neon Knights: The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer.
2: Neon Knights: The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig and is an Evil Kitten production. Our Season 2 prologue was written and directed by Will Snyder. Theme song was done by Daniel Carl, with additional music by Kevin MacLeod. Jack Tracer and Mr. Ryan was played by Will Snyder. Woman was played by Haley Oldham. Man was played by Mike Callahan. Blackjacket No. 1 was played by David Bennett. Hakuto and Blackjacket No. 2 was played by Kim Fukawa. And narration and Max was done by John Patrick Wenzel. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at jack underscore tracer and visit our website evilkittenproductions.com. If you listen to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Finally, if you love the show, help us grow by liking, sharing, and subscribing to Neon Knights. Thanks for listening.